Joe Rogan. <laughs> Bro, chill. Bro, we can't start every podcast like that. Dang. What's it's tradition at this point? We gotta start throwing out different names. Yeah, like Harriet Tubman. <laughs> or Helen Keller. Or I don't know, any other name. Just start saying each other's mom's names. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like your Randy mom. Woodard. Chill. Bro, chill. Now the public's going to know who his mom is. They could just get on Facebook. I mean, she's like the only one who listens to this. <laughs> My oh! mother's name is Phyllis Ann Mace Vicious. She's a great woman. Holly Burns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay. There we go. Shout out moms. Yeah, go moms. Shout out moms happy, everywhere. Happy Mother's Day if you're listening to this on Mother's Day. If you're not... <laughs> Moms, like, moms matter on every day of the year. Facts, That's right. Bro, facts, 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 facts. Mother's I, Day. I'm a day. mom in an alternate universe. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> Amen. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I wanted to ask y'all <laughs> before that, uh, what was y'all's worst coffee shop experience? I think Caleb and I's is shared. <sighs> oh, wow. I love how fast uh, I can answer that. Is it shared? It could be from either pro- side I mean, of we've the probably bar been too. to the same one. I think you're thinking one that I'm not thinking. You're not thinking that's your worst? Because Are you I'm, talking about the one in Arlington? What yeah. Inclusion, Who's wasn't this inclusion coffee. So what said I'm, espresso milk. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'm whenever so phrase the question exactly how you phrased it. What was your worst coffee shop experience? Coffee shop experience. Not what was the worst coffee. Uh, that's, that true, had. that's true, that's true, yeah, that's true, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I guess I mean, your your coffee is a part of the experience. Well, yeah, though. it is. Coffee was also mid there too. Though. I mean, yeah. This, there's I have so many stories about this, but I think mine's from the other side of the bar from serving mm. someone. Those were always that fun. makes sense because you get treated I ha- like a nice person when you. I are have a, oh, a barista. Do we want to talk about a serving one and uh, just one? We might can come back okay. to this okay. another week okay. as well. Because I just. Remembered, I am technically a barista as well because I worked that shop in Boston. But you retired. I retired, you know. Kidding. You retired from the craft. Yeah. So, so what's your ex- worst experience? So, uh, when when was this? When did we do this? This Gosh. was like winter break. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was either winter break or Thanksgiving. I th- I think it, it was will... Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving break. Yeah, it was th- okay. So it was Thanksgiving break, and Caleb and I had decided to um, go to a number of coffee shop, coffee shops, coffee shops in the Dallas, uh, Arlington, Denton area, and uh, I think we went to about six in one day. This was not the same. Wait, we might be thinking of different things then. Inclusion? That wasn't the same day. Inclusion when did we go, was a different. We go to inclusion. Inclusion whoa, whoa, whoa. was no. Don't don't call out these coffee shops. Oh, we're calling it out. Oh, brother, yeah. I'm sorry. Inclusion. No, I want them to know. Okay. Yeah, he didn't feel we, we're not we're not really bagging the shop. We're bagging like the specific people that we're working. We yeah, don't know their yeah, names. Way better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, this is more of a a clientele. Yes. Sort of. Yeah. Sort of thing. Cool. So you're going to six shops one day, DFW area. Oh, okay. So th- yeah. this wasn't around the same time. I I think it might have been Christmas break that this was happening. E- either around. way, whatever. We're either about way. Shop. Talk about the shop. We're in Arlington, uh, and we're like, hey, we're gonna go to this coffee shop. It looks really nice. It's called Inclusion Coffee. And it's a really big place. Has it's a honestly the vibe there was really great. It was a really cool place to go to and sit down. Um, but we walk up to the bar, and we stand there for maybe like I don't know, like a solid like three minutes. But three minutes like standing and not being served, I feel like is is a long time because there there wasn't really anything going. on. I was on. Just looking for the menu. 
Because they didn't have that on the wall or anything. Yeah, so I didn't it was, know where it was. Yeah, it was also kind of weird on that front. But anyways, we pull up and uh, I go, I'll have a, I'll have a cortado, which is what I usually get. And uh, I think you also got a cortado. I got a cortado. Yeah, I got a little snack or whatever. <laughs> and one girl was just kind of like sitting behind the bar, and another guy was kind of just like, man, I just like do not like these customers or whatever and that you know they were just having like banter that like you can have like with your coworkers and stuff but most certainly not like in front of like while you're serving yeah like i know every single person who's worked in food service like has those stories and i'm not gonna say you shouldn't like do that because fine like I, i know people can be people but wow but don't do that like right in front of the customer right and then you become those people they just kind of went like went about it like kind of like lackadaisically and I don't know I, I just didn't feel feel welcomed and the coffee wasn't that good yeah the coffee was a little bit it was a little sour and mm. you know I was just kind of it, it was just a little bit off-putting you know what I mean yeah it was not good pudding um there's a shop that we went to on it could have been contributed because it was like the last of our six coffee oh, shops in that one day and the vibe was cool. I think I think this coffee shop was just hyped up from people I know mm. in that area, people that I trust very well. Um, they hyped it up a lot. But now that I'm thinking about it, they're not coffee people. They like their teas. But I got a Cortado. Mm-hmm. And I also did because I think I know the shop you're talking about now. Yeah, and it like also like I don't know. I have I have a thing that like when coffee shops they just automatically only give you stuff in like a paper cup mm. like if you're like at a coffee shop oh you know if i'm getting it for there i want to enjoy my experience like put in a mug and like sit and like vibe um yeah it's in a paper cup like that's whatever you know it's not like the biggest deal mm-hmm. um then i went to go drink the cortado and it was like the milk wasn't really steamed it was low-key just like warm milk mm, with warm espresso and i was like bro there is no texture mm. it was not passing the the spoon test Amen. I also just felt terrible, I guess, because it was like six drinks in yeah. in the past like two hours. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Dang. But like, I mean, it was just like a, I don't know. It was just, I, I didn't love the vibe personally and the coffee wasn't very great. Hmm. Um, the bagels were fire though. So the bagels were fire. Nice. Yeah. I think I have tons and tons of bad experiences, but the good ones outweigh it, right? Um, but which one just like stuck out? Well, when I I don't know what sticks out. Caleb just said something that kind of sparked PTSD. Um, I was on the opposite end of it. I was about mm. five minutes from closing, um, from like a eight hour shift, and so mm. it was like yeah. it was when we were closing at ten. And it was nine fifty five, mm. and these this group of ladies came in, and they all ordered something. And I fixed their drinks. And so it's like 9.58-ish at this point. And one of the ladies just wanted like black coffee. I said, okay, great. Easy. Put yeah. them all into go cups because they're going to be there for three more minutes. Yeah. And this lady um, came up to me after I gave her her cup in a, a paper cup or a coffee in a paper cup. And she said, I'm a bit of a coffee snob. Can I have this in a real mug? And I That's said, what? I said, we normally don't do mugs this close to closing because I'm about to start mopping. And she goes, yeah, but I'm a real coffee snob. I need it out of a mug. And I was like, she said that to you? That yeah. doesn't make any sense. And I was like, okay. And so I gave it to her in the mug. And then 
like was like okay and then like three minutes later i walk up to her with a broom and her and her friends and i said hey so i to let y'all know we're closing i'm about to start mopping if y'all could go sit outside that would be great um i said and if you're drinking a coffee in a mug i'm gonna have to put it in a to-go cup because we're closing and i have to do dishes and she was like okay i get it you're about to close and so there she was wasted paper cups and two uh, two mugs of dishes or one mug of dishes but yeah i mean like i like mugs but i'm never gonna be like i need it in a mug like for whatever. three minutes even like if it's like the middle of the day i'm still not gonna like press him about it like that's whatever bro and also yeah. what i find odd i have never once like I don't know. That's just like such a strange revelation to me to think I'm that the vessel, I'm a coffee snob. It has to be in a mug. that your coffee is in <laughs> determines. Did you I, just I get drip? Know. Yeah, just drip coffee, which Bruh. at that point, you know, I'm going to be honest, it was near closing time. It probably was not <laughs> brewed within the last hour. It was probably a couple hours old. She's a coffee snob. She uses the expensive Keurig. Yeah, boy. <laughs> She gets the Nespresso. <laughs> oh my goodness, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> nice. Okay, well anyway. I just wanted to start with that. I thought it would be fun. Um, we can get into it. Yeah, so this week, um, uh, the past couple of weeks, we've talked about water and grind size. And I want everyone to know, water and coffee have been super real in my life. My machine has not been working in the past, uh, like, I don't know, 24 hours after I had a catering event this past weekend. And it's because uh, I was putting the wrong water in it. And when I read the, the label, it was reverse osmosis water and it didn't have enough minerals for the machine to work. I don't understand it completely, but water matters. So go back and listen to it. Facts. You say that the part of like of the machine that tells it that there's enough water in it was like not registering that there was enough water in it because there weren't enough mm-hmm. minerals. Yeah. So apparently it uses like the minerals to relay electro. I can't think of the word, but the minerals help it communicate from one to another for some reason. Yeah. And that's how it registers. I don't know. I don't understand it completely, but I read like two or three articles about it and I was like, cool. Water matters. Um, but this week, we're going to be talking about um, like brewing methods and then the final like little piece of tasting notes. And so that's a lot to bite off. Um, but yeah, I think that would be a, a, it's going to be a cool little discussion that we're going to have. Um, and I just wanted to start by asking, what is y'all's favorite brewing method? You want to go just, just to get going? Um. I'm a lot more limited in this area than Caleb is because I haven't tried a bunch of stuff. Uh, but uh, even when Caleb has made different stuff for me, I I just really like the taste of a V60. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a taste I'm familiar with. Yep. Um, it is definitely the one I'm most knowledgeable about, um, mostly because that's really the only the best thing out there. I mean, pour over <laughs> stuff that yeah. I've really done. Uh. I mean, I've done, like, a couple Chemex things, like, um, at my brother's house before, but mm-hmm. not really. Yeah, pretty much just V60. Nice. Caleb, what's your favorite brewing method? I have mentioned this many times on this podcast. 
brother, I'm going to fight you if you say Kalita. No. no okay, okay. I love the Aeropress. Oh, okay, cool, cool. That's probably, it's oh, just yeah. so versatile and you can like, there's so many like little things you can try yeah. and I feel like it's like such like a little, it's a little fun community, like Facebook groups and Reddit groups of the Aeropress. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, even, I think it's yeah. cool. That, I mean, most brewers do, but it's like own dedicated world brewer championship. Yes. The, yeah. The Aeropress. I think that's really neat. Jesse? My favorite brewing method is espresso. <laughs> And like, yeah, I just love to play around with like filters versus non filters yeah. and stuff like that. And I think it really, definitely has the most variables. Yeah, it's just really fun to play with all that, and then just pairing it with milk and all that is fun as well. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Aeropress is like the filter coffee version of espresso, if that makes sense. Like, there's so much to play around with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people. People try and try to make espresso out of it. like that. They're like, you can make espresso out of it. I'm like, you can't. Yeah, you can I, make yeah something very. You can make something very similar, but people like I'm on a fa- I'm on a I think it's like called like Aeropress Addicts or something Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's a Facebook group, and people are like, yeah, like I, I made like an espresso drink, and I was like, brother. You didn't make an espresso drink. You made a s- strong coffee and happened, and it was just small. Like, you just ended up making a small, strong coffee. According to James Hoffman, that is the definition of espresso, though. Mm. That's true. But but I think one variable is nine bars of a pre- and of like pressure, pressure and not there. Caleb's strong, strong <laughs> arms of pressure. Yeah. There's nine times the, the regular gravity of Earth is a lot. Yeah. And that, Caleb can do that with his chill, massive biceps. That, that's what a bar chill, is. For, I got a girlfriend, for bro. Listening that chill. doesn't know, a bar is the uh, the measure of pressure, and one bar is the standard amount of gravity that you feel just standing on Earth. Mm. So whenever you brew espresso, you're putting the water through the grounds at nine bars of pressure, so uh, nine times the regular gravity of Earth. So if you put nine people on top of each other. That multiple. No. Oh, that's not how it works. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. So, what do y'all think is the most unique brewing method, and why? It may be your favorite. It may not be. I was actually, um, I was actually going to kind of bring like something similar to that up. I feel like Aeropress and like V60. I feel like those are the two. Um, because they're just different. Like it's 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 a different thing. Um. Because, like, Aeropress, it has a lot more of an element of, like, time. Mm. And that kind of, like, yeah. very, like, varying than, like, a V60, you, gotta, you have to pour right. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I think, it's, I think it's hard to compare, like, all of the different brewing types. Because they all just do completely different things. Mm-hmm. Josiah, what do you think is the most unique? Um... I just like the way the origami looks. I think it looks super aesthetic. I don't know if that necessarily makes it unique. That's funny. Um, I mean, because I guess I, with the origami, if you put a Kalita filter in it, it tastes pretty similar to Kalita. If you put a V60 in it, it's going to taste pretty similar to a V60. Uh, I do think the AeroPress is cool for, for the same reasons mm-hmm. that like it's... It's filter coffee, but it's somewhere in between, like filter coffee and uh, immersion, because um, you let it steep 
for like a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. And I think that's super cool. Um, I mean, obviously like Turkish is just like, yeah, it's an area. That's a different breed. Yeah. Yeah. That's just like, you have to like, how much is one of those like casts that holds the sand that makes it really hot? Like that's gotta be, I mean, people, I mean, there's versions you can yeah, buy you probably, where you put it you on. Probably build oven. it your own way too, or like you oh, put yeah. it on a stove. I've seen those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Something I think is really unique, and I think it's, I think they can all be unique in their own way. Just how we want to define unique. Oh, it's yeah. unique in the way that you can. I the filter, so many ways. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Something I think is unique, and the re- I'm going to define unique here as like I don't see it a lot. I'll see like. <laughs> A siphon. Yeah, a siphon. <laughs> really? Yeah. I just don't see a lot of people brew siphon. And then there's like, you know, the 1% of people who are like diehard siphon fans. I'm like, yeah. And I kind of want to get one just to see like what the difference is. I know. And that's it's also like, like a cool party trick too, you know? Like, yeah. And that was my next question. Guys, like, check what's this a out. method you haven't tried yet that you wanted to? And mine was the siphon. I think it's so unique. Yeah. But it's also, they're also like kind of expensive versus like, you can buy a V60 for five bucks if it's the plastic one. Exactly. Like, I'm literally going to Google this. What's the price of a siphon real quick? Well, what's a method that y'all want to try? The siphon. Uh, bro, <laughs> other than the siphon. Other than the siphon. Uh, this isn't like super unique, but I really want to try the stag dripper. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I, know it's like, I know it's like pretty specific of like this is a pour over method. But yeah, like yeah. a cart. But like so many like, I feel like so many like famous... People use people it. People yeah. use it. Yeah. Wait, are you buying a siphon? <laughs> no. Siphons no. are like anywhere from like fifty bucks to like three or four hundred bucks if you buy like the really sophisticated oh, yeah. ones. But yeah, I feel like so many like professionals use the stag like in their own homes, not in like coffee shops, but like that yeah. just makes me curious like what makes it so good. I didn't do too much research on the stag dripper, but yeah. I'm googling one right now to see what the price range is on those. Ooh, like 80 any, bucks. anything with the word fellow on it is going to be expensive. Facts. It's 60 bucks. Go to Facebook Marketplace or something for a dripper. Yeah, I think I've seen ones for like 30 bucks on Marketplace. The ones that I really want to try, they're the ones in the on back corner of TJ Maxx on the clearance section. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> Just decide what's something Bro. you want to try. <laughs> something I want to try. Um... I'm probably gonna get the or the next one I'm gonna get is probably the origami, yeah, just because yeah. I think it's super aesthetic and yeah. I think it's cool. And also with that one, can't you use like like different filters mm-hmm. for it, and it yeah. doesn't really make a yeah. yeah. It can change based on filters. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think that one's cool. Um, obviously, as aforementioned, the siphon looks cool and it's kind of like a marvel. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so I was probably going to get the origami and then probably the, the stag dripper to kind of finish off my my fellow trifecta because mm. I have the... We get it. You have an ode now. That rich. does get here tomorrow. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. I won't lie. Dang, bro. Been in sure. between grinders for a second. And by in between, he means he's been borrowing Caleb. <laughs> yes, my, my absolutely. Because I sold my espresso grinder. Dude, I need to sell it on Facebook Marketplace. And then and buy an opus. Sheesh. My wife asked me yesterday. Um, shout out to her. She asked me yesterday. She goes, I was unloading everything from our catering event. And so I like was dropping off my espresso grinder and like loading everything back yep. to my bar. And in that I was 
putting my like pour over bar back together. And she goes, you never use that little grinder. And I go, yes, I do. I use it every day when you're not home. <laughs> said, in the morning, I make espresso. And then afternoons, I make pour overs. So um, I don't know where I was going with that. But so you should tell her I need an, that you need an ode. Yeah, I, I need more grinders. I don't need to sell it. <laughs> um, yeah. So another question I had kind of on the, mm-hmm. the realm of brewing. Um, do you brew differently, like AeroPress or V60, based off the type of coffee that you have? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and what nuances or differences do you see I th- in those? I think V60, a little more than like an AeroPress. Mm-hmm. Um, so, kind of coming back, what I kind of wrote down was like, on an AeroPress, the element of time has a lot more, I feel like, to do with it. So, like, if you want a little more of a developed coffee, Mm-hmm. Or if like it's a, for me like if I have like a darker coffee, I'm gonna let it steep in the in the AeroPress a little more than I would like a lighter coffee because I just wanted more time to have that fuller body. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and it also pulls out some some more sweetness when it's when mm-hmm. it's shorter because it has that sweetness because it needs it because it's darker. Um, but with like a V60, um, uh, if it's a darker coffee, I'll probably use like the Hoffman method because mm-hmm. I feel like it's steep. I mean, same thing with time, but it's also, um, mm-hmm. it just steeps the coffee a little more, uh, versus yeah. like a light roast or like a lighter roast. I'll probably do more of like the five pour method that we talked about, uh, mm-hmm. last week or a couple weeks ago. Um, cause there, it, it, you kind of let it drain through and then you go again. So like it has less contact time, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I do change. I also change drippers, um, between like. Uh, when I had the brown coffee from Brazil, I used the French press a lot because mm-hmm. it was a darker roast and, I, and the French, the coarser grind with everything like that kind of helped it out. Um, and if I want to do like a pour over and get like a few different flavors out of a darker, like medium to darker, I use a Kalita because mm-hmm. that the the three holes in the bo- in the like flat bottom also gives it a little more of a fuller body, which comes with the bean. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I've typically found. And I know just between the two of us that mm-hmm. you prefer like a sweeter coffee. Mm, I like a little more acidic. Well, well, yeah, not not sweet in terms of like adding like sugar mm-hmm. or or like. But I mean, like I'm more of a fan of a darker, oh like, yeah, like spicier. Yeah. I like coffee. a lighter bean. Yeah, yeah. So if I have something that that is like like sweeter or something like that, or has more fruit notes, then I'll typically do a French press. Um, I don't know why I don't really have like a super like strong bias or basis for why I do that. I just find that that's what makes it taste good for me. If I have like a, a spicier thing, like I, I had the same, uh, brown El Dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really liked that in a V60 cause it had, it brought out like the, the pepperiness and like the spiciness and that. And then, uh, whenever I did espresso, uh, at home. Uh, I found that I really enjoyed uh, like really dark beans and like a lot of chocolatey notes mm-hmm, and yeah. I would make a lot of ristrettos yeah. um, with, with espresso because I really, I really like those darker notes. Mm. Alex, like we've been saying we're going to do this. We're going to use like a super, super fruity, citrusy and do a ristretto with it to make it kind of like some sour candy. Yeah. Mm. I think I've maybe highlighted this company before. Um, quietly coffee. Mm, I, I love the way they 
do you like their bags? They're like, hey, this Ethiopian, it's really good as like filter coffee. Mm, and like they'll highlight or like, or this is really good as a pour over. And they like highlight in like a little emblem, like the best ways to brew it. And I think that like takes some of the guesswork out of it for us. Cause I mean, I'll get a new coffee in and I'll say, okay, I'm going to yeah. pour it all four different ways and see what is the best. And I don't, I think that's one of the fun things about coffee is tasting all the differences mm-hmm. in that. But it's also cool to just like, have some companies that say, hey, we've done that and this is the best way that we've discovered it. Um, but I don't know. I love when people do that. And so yeah. I'm looking at their website right now and it's all sold out because it's always all sold out. But I guess it's also like if you just want to use the same brewing method for like each coffee because like sometimes like I'll boil it down to like, okay, I want to do a V60 and I want to keep doing a V60 but I'm like, which method do I want to use, you know? And just mm-hmm. like, cause I, I like to do research and like, obviously taste for myself, like which method is good for what. So, yeah. Um, and kind of, I think we've kind of alluded to this more on this question. Uh, we've talked about like tasting notes and how like brewing it a different way. will highlight like the sweetness or the pepperiness. Um, and I kind of want to maybe just jump straight into this is what are your thoughts on, tasting notes like the verbiage of tasting notes and and all of that so i think uh so i follow this guy on tiktok and not not because i drink but because i i think it's really interesting uh he does whiskey tasting notes and one thing that he does that i kind of have a little bit of a thing with he'll he'll take the tasting notes that are on like a very popular brand of whiskey. So he'll take like the tasting notes of Maker's Mark whiskey Mm -hmm. and he'll like actually like blend and like muddle up all the things that says like are the tasting notes, which Mm -hmm. would be like plum and and like all these things. And he he blends it up and he's like, hmm, that tastes nothing like this. And I'm like, yeah, that tastes nothing like that because (laughs) it's still going to taste like whiskey. Those are just like things that like when when you think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think um, we can't fall into the same pitfall with coffee because like mm-hmm. let's be real coffee's gonna taste like coffee mm-hmm. to the untrained uh taste buds yeah but um i think the more that the more that you taste and the more uh distinctions that you make between different coffees uh you'll start to see like what those people meant whenever they said those things because it's not like written in stone like people had yeah. had to make those and that, that's a subjective thing like what they taste mm-hmm. like everybody's taste buds are different but I think like the more and more that you that you taste, maybe you won't go, oh yeah, I exactly taste the toasted almond. But you will start to see, oh, I saw what they meant whenever mm-hmm. they put that on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I don't know. I guess I have more of a problem of like when companies put stuff like toasted almond, like you know, like because they'll they'll put like so many like. Onyx, Onyx obviously makes great coffee, and I'm not going to mm. deny that. But I think sometimes they just, they go crazy. You know what I mean? Like, sure. They kind of go crazy with some of the tasty notes, and I'm just kind of like... You got any examples? Okay. I'm on their website right now. I'm just... First one I'm a look at, it's a Ethiopian. Um, one of them is Blackberry Compote. You could You could have just said Blackberry. You know what I mean? Like, I know Blackberries don't taste the exact same as Blackberry Compote, mm-hmm. but like... 
black like that's okay like that's a little i'm really interested i don't to try i actually that one now. don't know what compote is it's, it's it's like a sauce like it's like a type of like <laughs> okay. sauce yeah or, so it's like a sense. it's like a reduction yeah, uh, yeah, yeah with yeah. the juice but it's just kind of like that's okay funny. like normally enjoyed at breakfast time with yes. a biscuit <laughs> <I'm gonna fight laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> but like okay like why like that's that's not a tasty note of coffee you know what i mean like i feel like they're stretching it you why know what not? i mean why isn't it a taste? Okay, have you have you ever tasted? Have you ever like gone and tasted a coffee and been like, mm, waffles? Like you know, like <laughs> this is. Pe- oh yeah, if they put like waffles on, I'm like, what are you talking about? But the the thing that I was saying is like, yeah, I don't taste exactly that. Like it's not like just egregiously mm-hmm. like, oh, this tastes exactly like blackberry compote. But I'm like, oh, I see what they meant whenever they said this. Like reminds them of this. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's kind of what. I wish we would do in the coffee industry a better job of saying like, mm-hmm. instead of saying tasting notes, this saying this reminds us of this yes. because like instead you said, of, it's all subjective. Mm-hmm. And so it's all yes. experiential. And so for you, you taste blackberry compote. I've never heard of compote. Exactly. To me, it tastes like blackberry jam, which is the exact same thing, but you know, the East Texas word for it. I, I guess, I guess also my main thing is like, Actually, like, it's I'm no gonna one. fight. You. Like, 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 don't don't use words like that. Like, you know, like the yeah. common person isn't gonna know because I feel like sure. I feel like that's also like us us talking about like the fourth wave of coffee. That's also about like the common man making coffee at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I wasn't like as into coffee as I am, I feel like I'd be scared off. You know what I mean? Be like, well, I'm not tasting the the blackberry compote. Yeah. Um. And okay, and I'm looking at the one that you have, the Panama, Josiah from Onyx. Mm. The first tasting note is tamarind paste. Yes. And I don't know if y'all have ever had tamarind paste, but I've never had tamarind paste. Mm. So I like that. That's just kind of like. So, I don't know. I feel like the average person probably doesn't know what tamarind paste tastes like. Yeah, so, like, sure. why put it on there? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this isn't me in defense of any brand. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate here. Yeah. Um, I do think Onyx knows uh, who they're selling to. That's true. And knows that people who are going to go through the trouble to buy... A $35. Yeah, $35. <laughs> yeah. Up to... A two hundred and forty dollar bag of coffee <laughs> off of the internet. They know the type of people that are going to buy true. that. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, and they know that those same people are going to be like, like, oh yeah, like this is going to be yeah. sick. Because because yeah. I do that and I'm like, oh, that sounds delicious. Uh, but we might also need to be careful of like saying, instead of saying like, oh, this definitely tastes like blackberry. How can I make that word? fancier so yeah. that someone's like mm, that's oh, there's definitely some marketing there's some marketing there's definitely there, some marketing sure. there because some buzzwords so buzzwords for sure like uh i was i saw on there's this company called counterculture mm-hmm. um i like I, I looked up they had like a thing about tasting notes on their website and they were like yeah like our professional tasters will taste like so many different flavors in coffee but we put what we think is highlighted the most or like what we think the average person or like the average coffee drinker would be able to taste and like even us like we 
we could probably know what most of these tasty notes like, like tamarind paste. Like, I'm just kind of using that as an example because that's the most outlandish one I can find. Yeah, it's like, this it's is, like this an is, orange, this is the like, citrusy thing. I did look it up, by the way. Yes. I didn't just know what it was. Yes, but like, I feel like even when I'm buying a coffee and I would I would spend $30 on a bag of coffee, I have spent $30 on a bag of coffee. Mm-hmm. Bro, you're rich. <laughs> Bro, I went bankrupt after that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I still like... I, I'm still hesitant when I'm like tamarind paste like really like because mm-hmm. they also put citrus on there and if tamarind mm-hmm. paste if that's what the flavor you get citrus like that's just redundant I feel like you're just trying to be fancy at that point and add money to the bag I'm fancy without even going to Applebee's <laughs> sorry mommy um yeah uh one thing that I've seen, and Alexander Mills talked about this, was, mm-hmm. and it's probably somewhere in the middle of like being super specific, but also at the same time speaking in a way of like this reminds us of. Um, he was talking about like banana flavored candy and how mm. it tastes nothing like, like banana. bananas. Oh, I think I saw this. And it's because like what we base banana flavor candy off of is a banana species that's extinct because yeah, we yeah. used too much of it during like world war one or yeah. two. And so now they like created a hybrid. Did, yeah, that was interesting. Um, and I thought that was super interesting. If we're going to like describe this as, Oh, it tastes like banana or it reminds me of banana. We're careful to say, Oh, it reminds me of banana candy or like bananas, uh, mm. but we can still say it in a language that's, can you know, do do you have an example of of something that something says else? banana candy? No, I don't, but that would be interesting. I have had coffee before that said bananas, but it was also probably at the time of my career in the coffee world where I wasn't like, ooh, what kind <laughs> of bananas is this? You know, where I was super oh, okay, sure, sure. dissecting yeah. it, but yeah. And they use, most of the people who do this when they like do a cupping, they'll have like the flavor wheel, um, which for those at home, it is a super interesting colorful thing um i'm looking at it right now and yeah, it's it like up as well it is kind of um intimidating because there's like you can zoom really close and it'll say like star fruit mm-hmm. but i also i really like the way of it because they're like okay you can oh what's the word of maybe like process elimination i don't know they can taste it and go mm-hmm. okay i taste fruit and then from their fruit they then go okay is go, it yeah, citrus yeah, yeah. is it grape is it stone fruit and then they just like keep narrowing it down until brother. Like, I think oh. we're looking at the same one. Can you look at the ones that are beneath the sour category? <laughs> Malic acid, citric acid, isovaleric acid. Oh yeah, I mean all, all of them are the same because it's like yeah, they're just formatted different. Acidic acid. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, I don't know. I think it's super interesting. Um, and like when I cup, I use this. I'll like pull it out when I'm like trying a new coffee and I want to like. I like some of the notes, um, but even like on here, I'm not, I don't want to lie to someone and be like, oh, this, this is under tropical fruit. Let me just choose any of these random ones because some of these things mm-hmm. I may have never had, which is probably one reason why anytime we go to the grocery store and we're like, hey, I have never had a red, I don't know, what's, what's something that we've, I'm trying to zoom in. Like, I've never had a star fruit. I have. Yeah. But I've never had a star fruit. Some people have never had molasses. Yeah. Yeah. Like, pick it up and go taste it so that we can grow our verbiage of coffee understanding. 
but also just our understanding of, of food and flavor. Yeah, I've never had um, flavor to butric acid before, so... <laughs> Isn't that the stuff that they put in cars <laughs> to make them go? I have no idea. Acetic acid. But why is that a flavor? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Also, like, that makes some me nervous. These, like, they sound nice, but it's also not something I want to drink, and I'm like, mm, I don't think they were trying to accomplish that flavor. Like... Uh, like there's a like category that says, there's a category that says other and it's like rubber skunky <laughs> yeah, petroleum <laughs> yeah carbon I don't think they were going for carbon that's gotta be like the side of like you roasted your coffee wrong you suck <laughs> phenolic I also like moldy how that... slash damp oh my wait what papery there is moldy like that cardboard that color like the color scheme on it it's like black and so like if your coffee <laughs> bean looks the same color as this it's probably gonna taste <laughs> like burnt sugar <laughs> but that, I mean, that doesn't sound too bad, but burnt sugar is actually, hold on, let me like caramel. No, it's a tasty note on an Onyx coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, really? That's <laughs> I, think it, I think it might be, uh, oh, I literally know what it is. It's, it's one of the, the weathers because they have Southern weather. It's not that one. Oh, okay. Oh, it's one of the black ones. It's a, it's a dark roast, obviously. I've had a coffee before that one of its flavor notes or tasting notes was, tobacco or something like that did it taste like tobacco i mean i'm not necessarily a tobacco <laughs> enthusiast but i would say it reminded me of like really you know if, if taste the 60 percent smell it reminded me of like not just like a nasty cigarette or mm -hmm. something like that but it reminded me of like pipe tobacco mm. and i don't know and it was really good because it was like it wasn't a dark roasted bean but it was like a interesting i don't know it kind of was like a little nostalgic, like smokier tasting. Yeah, it was really yum. Yeah, I'm I'm really interested to try this one. It's another one. It's called Eclipse, and the tasting mm. notes are baker's chocolate, burnt sugar, and smoked vanilla bean. Okay, so it's all like darker stuff, mm -hmm. and then it's probably called Eclipse because it's darker. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, and that sounds great to me. Yeah, nice. Um, well, yeah, tasting notes they are very much subjective, and so everyone listening at home or in the car. When you pick up that coffee bag and it says that it tastes like strawberry and you brew it and you go, this doesn't taste like strawberry, you're not broken. You're just stupid. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you're just eating the wrong <laughs> You're just eating the wrong strawberry. No. Uh, it just, you may have a different experience with that coffee than someone else. Or, and that's, or different like experience with that. Yeah. With that, that, like, fruit. that fruit or that flavor. Yeah. And that's okay. We can all have different experiences. Mm. Um, so, because if you grew up in an area where it doesn't like strawberries were just kind of mid, yeah, and then the people who do the tasting notes, yeah. they've like had great strawberries. You know, it's different, different yeah. things. Yeah, um, and so like, even with like, it's kind of like there's times you can go eat a strawberry from the store, and you're like, oh, this is good, and then there's like strawberries that you pick mm -hmm. out of the field, mm. and you bite it, and like that's a different type of strawberry. So I guess I, I'm a tasting note skeptic. I feel like that's what mm. I, that's the category I'd land in. Wow. So, which that's his persona, which, which is valid. I would consider myself a, a tasting notes enthusiast. Um, maybe, <laughs> no, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not enthusiast, but um, optimist. Mm. So I'm always looking for like, oh, this is. I, I mean, I've said it like two or three times. But like, this is what they meant. Yeah. 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 Like, see the the. Yeah, and don't, don't hold them to that standard. Of I guess I, I also like to, like, 
hey, what does this taste like to me? You know what I mean? Like, instead of getting, like, off their tasty notes, I kind of want to be in the realm of, like, what does it taste like to me? You know, Caleb's that guy that sends them an email and says, that did not taste like dark chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) I want my money back. (laughs) Speak to the man. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) So we we can talk about this this next time, but I did just order that Eclipse. (laughs) Just now? Yeah. This dude's online shopping in the middle of a podcast. This man is rich, rich. I bought a four ounce bag. Don't. He oh. bought an Ode and Onyx coffee. Dang! Wow. But how much? How much is the Eclipse, bro? Uh, it was like ten, bucks. ten bucks for a four ounce bag. Oh, okay, that's not bad. I'll sell you a fourteen ounce bag for ten bucks. Ouch! Uh, what? Holds up. No, I'm kidding. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and like close it there. Smoked um, What the? Yeah, and we can talk about that coffee next time, where we can all taste it. Yeah, we it can and... talk about it, and we'll we'll start a like new segment or not segment, but kind of series we've kind of closed this kind of opening series of brewing coffee from like a a lens of tearing it piece by piece Mm -hmm. and we'll kind of open up a new um session next time so join us for that but let me ask yeah stay tuned boys uh let me ask what is in the bag this week what you've been brewing so it finally came in uh that kenyan from duck rabbit coffee in cleveland ohio it's really good. I had a V60 with it today. I think I'm going to try the AeroPress tomorrow because I usually like I usually like an AeroPress with those more acidic coffees, but mm. it's really good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. You enjoyed it more than young Caleb? And by uh, young Caleb, yes. I mean like when you weren't as diversified in the coffee world? Yeah, like like eight months ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I did enjoy the Kenyan a lot more than the last one I had. Yeah. I think I was also, I just didn't really know. I just wasn't really brewing it like super correctly. Yeah. Cause I didn't know, like, I didn't really know, like, why do I put this much water or like what is the ratio or like I wasn't like super into all that yet. So mm-hmm. now that I'm kind of into a lot of like, okay, why are the things I'm doing gonna make the coffee taste different? I know how to bring out more sweetness than acidity or acidity, whatever. So yeah, I enjoyed it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, I still have the Panama Creativa Typica Blend Wash uh, from Onyx Coffee. Mm-hmm. And after spending some time with it, I think I can faithfully say that it is my favorite uh, coffee as a V60. Nice. Like ever or that's your favorite way to brew that coffee? Like my favorite V60 coffee that I've had. Oh, nice. nice. I, I just really enjoy the flavor profile. It's super easy to drink. Um, depending on the grind size, uh, it can either be really like laid back and, and not as like in your face, but if mm-hmm. you if you make it a little bit finer, then it really brings out that, that kind of like fruitiness to, to the front. So I'll have it with like, uh, my breakfast and whatnot. And, uh, and mm-hmm. it's really nice. I would like to see it, uh, brewed as an espresso. Yeah. So, so we could play around with that this week. Nice. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I have been drinking two things. I'm, I'm almost done with my Ladera Jennifer um, from Brown, their special reserve. Um, like we even brewed it this week, me and Josiah. Um, two different V60 methods. And mine, I can't remember how I brewed it, but it was very like, oh no, AeroPress. AeroPress. Yeah, 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 AeroPress. And mine was very like, meh. Like it was kind of just basic coffee and then he brewed it a different way and it was like super fruity 
That Shout was like one Alexander of, Mills. Yeah, it, yeah. Was the, it was the Mills method, and it was the, so good. The competition. Yeah, it was his competition uh, recipe. It was so good. And so, like, I brewed it again the next day the same way, and it was just so good. Um, and then I've been drinking um, a blend of my two Wash Colombians that I have, um, and those have been really nummy. So nice. They've been what, Jesse? Yummy. I mean, nummy. <laughs> would you describe them as juicy? Mm, yes. Delicious. Okay. Um, Delicious. Our last little section. Our score is five to two with Caleb. Oh, brother. Well in the lead. Oh, brother. Uh, I got to make a comeback. Let's go. Let's go. I have got um, four questions. So (laughs) Josiah can come all the way back. um, Or get down that much more. Way down. But we'll give you the first question, and it should be a freebie. Um, what color are the flowers on coffee plants? Oh, green. The flowers. The flowers. Yeah. Oh, not the bean. Brother, are you looking it up? No, I'm texting somebody. <laughs> oh, sorry, I just looked really suspicious. No, just like boy okay, cheating. Okay. No, Why he, do you think he, looked, he has he a looked... five to two lead? <laughs> I just unlike that. Um, white, they are white indeed, bro. Nice. He got two guesses. Could I just say? Oh, I, I thought I thought you, you said you were gonna give him a leg up or whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think there was more confusion when on the the question. I think he was thinking. I don't know. I don't. But know. hey, oh it's well, five it's, fine. Three. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Five, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. The next three questions, I don't think y'all are gonna know. You know. <laughs> More accurately, these are more numbers questions, um, okay. and so it's going to be closest to. Let's go. Um, how many cups? This is a two-parter, but we'll we'll give two points for it. How many cups of coffee are consumed each day <laughs> in the United States? Oh my god! Just in the United States, not in the world. Are we talking about like from coffee shops? Or are we talking about like in general? In general, across the board. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> If don't don't look anything up, I'll give you a reference question or answer. Can I? Okay, nope, can nope. you give us the population yeah, of the, the, okay, the population of America at. is about three hundred fifty million. Um, that wasn't the question. He doesn't get a point for that. <laughs> <laughs> the okay. U.S. population is three hundred and thirty-one million. Yeah. When do they start doing the census? Whenever you're a kid, or do they count kids too in the in the census? Yeah, I think they even count babies. So okay, okay cool. So I'm gonna take. Can I do math? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's a really you? funny question. <laughs> <laughs> May I do math for this question? Can I do some? Is maths? this the calculator section? Yeah, this is the calculator. I mean, this section. is this really comes down to like you said, three hundred fifty million. This really comes yeah. down to the question of like how, what percentage of Americans do you think drink coffee in the morning? Mm. I know. The oh, no, this is just that. each day. Yeah, this is oh, daily. How many? Just the morning. How many oh cups of gosh. coffee? <laughs> I mean, between us, it's just <laughs> between it's us, like fifty it's five million. <laughs> <sighs> so I'm gonna. S- hmm. Okay, I'm also doing math right now. Welcome to our quick commercial break. While they are can, both pondering a calculator, can you give us like over under a million? Uh, I mean, definitely, it's definitely over, over, right? Yeah, it's over. Oh, okay, I just wanted to, I just wanted to make sure I'm not right. about to just like give out the most outrageous. All like, right, Jesse, there's 350 <laughs> U.S. citizens. I'm gonna, I'm gonna How many down. people? Oh goodness, that's down. funny. Okay, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw out 25. 
90 million. 90 million? 90 million. I think it's more than that. Uh, I'm I'm being a little conservative. I'll admit. I think I'm being a little conservative. Mm, can I change my answer? Okay. Sure. 100 million. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. 100 million. I'm just going to go that solid number of 100 million. Okay, I think I, I think I have my answer. And since you've already given your answer, I'm going to give the what I did to, okay, to us, come up with this answer. Give us your thought process. So per day. So I'm saying that, so I started with the number of 350 million. Because I think this number is going to be way higher than, than we think it is, to be honest. I, I do too, but... So I went with 25% of Americans <laughs> yeah, that's what I drinking 1.5 cups of coffee a day. Oh, I didn't, I just, I didn't mm. go like that. I didn't know much math. Because I didn't... So I came up with the number 131,250,000. Uh, so I just kind of did... I just did 25% of Americans and then I just... Yeah, but I tried to account for like... Yeah, I, them drinking more than that's why I said. Uh, that's why I said ninety at first because I was just gonna say the 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 fourth, but then I was like, um, there are definitely a lot of people who yeah, but I feel like there's less people than I think that drink that only drink one a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like there's there's a lot of like, I mean, my mom I, could just bang out ten. Like, I mean, like I know I know a lot of college students morning. are like, dude, I, I drink like this much, and there's like some adults that drink, but I feel like the more adults that are kind of just like, oh, like I can only have like one, or or I can't go yeah. to bed. You know what I mean? Sure. I feel like that outweighs at least the people I know. You want to know who got it right? Yeah. Okay. So the answer is four hundred million. Oh my Jeez. goodness! Are you serious? <laughs> More than the population? Yeah. That, people got to be lying. So I think it's about like fifty percent of the country <laughs> drinks coffee a day, twice a day, um, two, two cups in the morning. Easy and so for like, most people. yeah, most yeah. people. Most people, I think, sure. are going to drink one in the morning and one in the afternoon. I, okay, that actually that makes sense. Coffee. Yeah, um, but yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I don't. I feel this, like the second part of this. I feel like that's skewed. Wow, that's insane. But I, but I did technically get that. You part did right. technically yeah, get that. You did, that you point. did get that point right. <laughs> if the price is right, you would have got it right. <laughs> yes. Kind of. Um, second part of this. I did what, say it would be more than either of us thought, but I tried to be conservative. Anyways, go ahead. What percent of the world's much. coffee? is consumed by the United States. I guess like, I don't know that. I didn't like the okay. way I worded that. So if, you know, say there's a billion cups of coffee consumed mm-hmm. in the day, how many, like what's the percent of every, all the coffee in the world consumed in one day? In America? Yeah, in the United States, sorry. I know... I know Brazil produces the most, but I know they also consume some of the most also. Mm. I'm going to go with 30... No, 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 no. I'm going to go with 27%. 27%? Really? Mm-hmm. I'm going to... I'll explain my reasoning I'm going to go that. 30. You're going to go 30? I'm going to go 30. All right. You're going to give your reasoning or you're me to give the answer? <laughs> okay, I'll give, my, I'll give my reasoning first. So, um, after talking to... Uh, some other people at my workplace who have spent some significant time in other countries. Yo, uh, she's cheating. <laughs> she's my resources, brother. Where you got a job. Um, uh, like after everything, like even if it's not good coffee, you just go and drink coffee. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not a coffee shop, there's just like a little bar just like mm-hmm. on the side that's of the street. Yeah, and like true. you just, you just pick it up and yeah. that that's what it is. And, 
He may not really care. It's probably coffee that like came from there. Yeah. Honestly. Um, cause the, the, the person I was, the person in question that I got this information from went to South America for, mm-hmm. for some time. And, uh, that's just what you do. You just grab coffee. It's just like what you have no matter what. So, yeah. so Josiah said 27%. Mm-hmm. Caleb said 30%. The answer is 20%. Dang. Yeah. We got a tie ball game. Freak. Yeah. Is it tied? Or yeah, is it five to five? Oh, He's freak. gotten all three questions today, and we're on our last question. Dang, how, <laughs> man, I feel like I could have answered All right, last before. question. Um, how did the term cup of Joe originate? Oh. Does anyone know this? I'm just going to let you go first. No, I have no idea. If y'all don't know, like, no I have if, no clue. If you, Dude, I was thinking about this the other day, and I was like, I should look that up. And I didn't yet. <laughs> you missed out. Oh, brother. Okay, I'm I'm just gonna go for it. If you take a guess and you uh, get it right, I'll give you double points. But if not, I have four. I I have a guess. Have four answer choices. Okay. You have four choices. Okay. But you go first. No, I gotta think about this. All right, okay, I'm Caleb. gonna say the guy who is. I'm gonna say the the guy who is coined for bringing coffee to America is named Joe. Okay. So that, that seems like a safe answer, but I, I'm guessing it's one of those things where like, it has nothing to do with like an actual person. Mm. And I'm thinking that it has to do with World War II and... He's going deep. He's going super precise. <laughs> I'm going super so. precise. I think it has to go with World War Two. Okay, and y'all are both wrong. Okay, okay. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Okay, cool. here's your answer, Joyce. <laughs> I was about to go so much know, deeper, but thank you for stopping me. <laughs> a, it refers to a Navy admiral who banned alcohol aboard Navy ships. B, it refers to Joe Folgers, a prominent purveyor of coffee, big coffee. <clears throat> C, <clears throat> it is an Americanized version of the term. Cup of Java. D, it comes oh. from Jojo, the African word for bean. Can we, can we like hold up our answer oh. choice at the same time? Yeah. So, so we can like. Yeah, both close your eyes and hold up one, two, three, or four. Okay. I feel like you could, you could just like do a countdown. Yeah, just, and, you could just oh, do okay, a countdown okay. and we hold up one, two, three, or four. Okay. Three, wait, 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 hold on. Let me think about it. Let me one, think about one, two, three. So, answer, answer choice one Navy Admiral. Navy, Navy Admiral. Admiral. Ad- uh, uh, sorry, answer choice two. Joe Folgers. Joe Folgers. Joe Folgers. Then answer choice three. Americanized Ameri- version of cup of Java. And then JoJo coffee bean. Yep. Or okay. bean. Bean for Africa. Okay. Okay. One, three. <coughs> Are y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. So Josiah said D, African word for bean. Caleb said C, Americanized version of the term Get cup of Java, Java, which was really close to your original guess, but those are both wrong. Uh, so it's actually the one that I didn't think y'all would guess. It's the Navy Admiral who banned really? alcohol huh. aboard his ships. So like, Dang. I just kind of assumed it was like the Americanized name because yeah. we did that with yeah. people. Yeah. So his name was <laughs> yeah. his name was Josephus <laughs> Daniels, and he didn't allow his uh, men wow. to drink alcohol on the ship, and so they began drinking coffee called. instead. And <laughs> so they nicknamed the drink. They said, "This is a cup of Joe," as in like. Making fun of he, him. Yeah, making fun of him because uh. he like forced them to drink it or it was like, 
I don't know. It was honor in honor of him or something. Yeah. I couldn't imagine it would be like viewed in a good sense. So, uh, we are tied at the end of week four. Wow, so, let's go. It's getting interesting, folks. Uh, we may like do this on like a. I don't know what kind of rotation, but we'll announce like this a, week. I'm going to learn everything ever about coffee. <laughs> it's like a, a quarterly winner is what we'll do, but. All right, that is all we have time for today. Um, it has been fun talking about brewing methods and tasting notes, and Shoot. I need to go taste some molasses now. Bro, so. we might we might do like a part yeah, two of this eventually because yeah. I feel like there's way more to talk about. Still. Oh, for sure, and yeah. we'll talk about it more once we get uh, the eclipse in. We can all taste it and say yeah. what we think about that. Yeah, um, it's gonna be an ongoing conversation. Yeah, yeah. But it was good chatting with you boys, and I will see y'all next week. Alrighty. Bye. Bye. Bye.